Hello there, good afternoon. Uh, this is the Clubhouse uh, Monday lunchtime chat. Uh, Golf Monthly's look over the last week or the weekend and a little look ahead to what's happening this week. I'm joined by Nick Bonfield. Good day. Aston Villa fan. Yes, great paid, season. 13. Paid, paid up on a £20 bet that he lost to me uh, this, uh, this week. Seven bets in a row that I've lost exactly. to Exactly. And this, for people who don't know, is Elliot Heath. He's an Arsenal fan. He also owes me £20 because he also lost a bet to me, but he has yet to pay up. Uh, the bet was that Arsenal would win the league. That was when we had Santi Pizzola. Yeah, exactly. Well done. Anyway, uh, let's talk about some golf because uh, that's what we're all about. If you want to get involved in the conversation, make sure you comment and um, we'll try and answer as many of your questions as possible. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about. There's been quite a lot happened this last weekend. Should we start with the Golf Sixes? Why not? The Golf Sixes, yeah. Uh, because that was obviously a big tournament. Was it a big tournament? It's a different tournament. I think, crucially, it will be bigger now. There's been a successful launch event. I think there'll be a big big sponsor on board going forward. Yep. It's a very, for a marketeer, it's a very appealing thing to get behind, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so I think we'll see it grow in stature and popularity over the next couple of years. But it was a great first event with two very, very good winners. Probably, I would say, the best team on paper ended up winning it as yeah, well. Yeah, prob- prob- you're probably right there. Um, I mean, they beat... Oh, if Scott Hend had won that tournament, having... I've tipped him for every event, I think, this season. Yeah, he won his favourite goal for exactly. that. Exactly. If, 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 uh, if he'd won the, on the one event that I hadn't actually uh, picked him on, I would have been absolutely gutted. But... Um, what did we think of the event? Did we think it was a, you know, was it a good, was it a success? Did it need the big name players to be more of a success? It, what do we think? It did the job, I think, that it was intended to do, which was get the message of golf out there to those who don't play golf. Yeah. Um, I wasn't the target market. I don't think any of us was. You, were, you weren't so, the target market. Why aren't so, you? You're, you're, you're young, you're a golfer. We're already in the golf bracket. This is appealing to those outside of golf. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was good. I thought the format was good. I'm not sure about the, the mascot wearing a bit. Yeah. What was six. the mascot's name? That was my one question. Did anyone know what? What? Well, what, what did it look like? Six. Six. I think it, it looked like a big pink six. Apparently, that was its name. Was pink six. I think they could have been a bit more imaginative with that. Greg Hollis, of course. Hello to you. You're here every single week, and you think that Hideki Matsuyama should be playing. If Hideki Matsuyama does tee up at the next golf sixes, I'm sure they'll have. Um, a lot of more coverage on it because that's the kind of people that it needs isn't it I think it does need a slightly better quality of field and I think it will get that next year it's something that the players are excited to be a part of everyone who was involved clearly loved it they loved the fan interaction element yeah. of it a lot of them loved coming down the first tee to music um, thought the shot clock was a brilliant idea and probably the best innovation of the whole week yeah and one person came yeah, up Paul, came across Paul Peterson of yep. the USA I think was fined a shot was penalised one shot yeah. he wasn't and, able, he and was, that was when it was 40 seconds I think that was uh, he, <laughs> did you see it because Bradley Dredd he, Bradley Dredd was playing against him Bradley Dredd is just sitting the, standing in the background looking yeah, at the guy so he didn't see that <laughs> he's got he's missed yeah. it was yeah. absolutely hilarious that, uh, the nearest the pin as well was, was brilliant I think the European Tour have yet again shown a dedication to innovation and I think it's worked yet again and I think we all see it grow from here absolutely I thought it was a great concept great to see a lot of non-golf fans there for the first so time I was say well. Dennis Hansen says pay the man to you Elliot so that's you uh, be, so someone saying you know oh. you need to give me the money you need yeah. to give me your money I will you me. 
Um, James Stewart said, how about John Daly's win? We're going to come on to John Daly very soon. He obviously had his first win in a, a few years. Um, but, uh, no, on, on the golf sixes, Elliot, I know you've got strong thoughts about this, about if this is going to try and get more people into the golf market, what else do you think they need it to do, you know, to, to get more people in, to people um, watching? Simple, that it needed to be on BBC, I think. Yeah, or terrestrial. It could be another no, yeah, terrestrial, terrestrial TV. Do you guys think that if um, if more if it was on terrestrial TV that they would have been able to affect more people and get more people, new people in the green? I, I know that from, on this side he thinks no, he should stay. I don't subscribe to the argument at all, and I think it reaches more people through different mediums now than ever before. Mm. Um, Sky once again has shown its uh, dedication to innovation as well as the European Tour. Well. Something that sits, in my opinion, in clear contrast to the BBC, which has just let its golf coverage decline over the yeah, years. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be the BBC, doesn't it? You but the point is, nowadays, we have BBC highlights, BBC radio, video on both websites, a video on all social media channels, Sky Go, um, what's it called? Go when you, Sky Now, 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 now TV. <laughs> um, the two biggest sports websites in the UK. You know, So it's reaching a lot more people. I think we just have to think of the way that, that sport reaches people in a different way now because it does reach people through different mediums and channels. You've got a few comments sport. here. We've got John Fennick. It says, it needed a better team behind the microphone. The concept was great, but the production was, was poor. Kevin Peterson was one of the commentators. Obviously a cricketer. Uh, someone who is trying to become maybe more of a personality. Is he the kind of guy that is going to get more people watching? Cause he's do do we have golfers commentating on other sports? Uh, I don't know. No. Um, but I think Peterson, yeah, he will help promote it to a different audience. He's a golf nut, and crucially, he plays in the Big Bash. and in the. Does he play in the IPL? These no, days? he doesn't. He actually commentates in the IPL. But he's, I heard him talking last night on Sky about him being mic'd up uh, in, in the Big Bash. And he's actually quite a good person to be a consultant, I think, because he plays in cricket's equivalent of what Golf Sixers is trying to be. Yeah. So I think he's a, a good person to have on board. Yeah, no, no, that, I think that's right. I mean, Kevin Peterson is obviously someone who uh, is very outspoken. He's the kind of person you want in the commentary box because he's going to speak his mind very clearly. He has always spoken his mind whether he was playing or not playing. He has some decent ideas as well, uh, I thought. Well, I think that the players should be mic'd up. Yeah, I think that's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. I think they will bring that in because they're obviously taking a lot of feedback on board and that's something that will be discussed going forward. It could also be something that maybe is brought to a big city venue. Maybe they move it around Europe. But I, I heard a maybe under the, under online. lights or something like that. Um, yeah, having six of these throughout the year. Yeah, right. have one in Dubai, have one in the States, I guess. The Golf Six series Europe. that sits alongside the European yeah. Tour have separate yeah. order of merits with a reward for the winner or something like that. That could yeah. be interesting. So did we do we like the, the format? Last thing I'm going to say is the format itself, the actual six hole. Shootout. Do we think that that works as a format? We've had that already, uh, kind of in the Australian event that they had earlier this year, where they they split up into six holes. Is that good? Is that is that what golf should I, now I look, now look at as you know as a third? Yeah, one of the main criticisms is it, it takes too long both to play and watch, and the matches were completed what just over an hour. Certainly yeah. watch because when you watch Sky Sports or a final day at golf, you know you're going to be in front of the TV for five hours, mm. whereas you can just. Very funny comment. You can just um, catch like an hour or two hours of the golf sixes, and yeah, they yeah, dip yeah. in and out of ball, wasn't exactly. it? Which James I Stewart, who's, who's, who's makes a, a lot of comments. Point. The <laughs> social media platforms will reach more eventually. Facebook TV Live and YouTube 
live TV. It's, it's a fair point. That's my point, yeah. exactly. When people yeah. talk about reach these days, it's often older people who think that it's just through terrestrial TV that people consume this content. It's yeah. not. It's through various... I do wonder how, how many people actually sit down and watch something for you know, for an extended period of time. Extended period of time but, is different, but people yeah. don't have attention spans these days, so arguably it's not I, a bad thing. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to say your comment, I'll just say fair point. Um, so, next thing that we're going to talk about is John Daly, because it was the... The story which no one thought was going to come about over the weekend. He won his first PGA Tour event since 2004. It was on the Champions Tour. It was, what was it called? In- Insperity Invitation. Thank you very much, Elliot. Um, he obviously, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a, a side of the PGA Tour which doesn't get a lot of coverage, but when someone like Daly wins, he's still such a fan favourite. He is. Great to see. Are we hoping he's going to have make a bit of a, a comeback here and well, the thing is, he, solid he, golf. He has been playing good golf. It's not as if this came out of the blue. He's had stats, stats, well, thank seven, you guys. seven stats. events so far on the Champions Tour this season. Five top twenty fives. His lowest finish is thirty fourth. And this is one that I thought was quite interesting. He's earned four hundred twenty one thousand dollars so far this season, which is two hundred thousand dollars more than he earned in two thousand thirteen, two thousand fourteen, and two thousand fifteen combined. How much he earned to that? So he's won. So he's won. So he's won four hundred twenty-one thousand so far this season on the Champions Tour, which is two hundred thousand more than what he earned in two thousand thirteen, two thousand fourteen, and two thousand fifteen on the PGA Tour. He earned over three hundred thousand dollars for that. Yeah, yeah so it's an extremely lucrative circuit yeah, if you're playing is, decent if golf. If you think um, the people who are on that, they're they're playing at a level perhaps that they should be playing at now, instead of him having to struggle on the European Tour, the PGA Tour, so he's actually now playing against. Know, best standard, but it's still great to see some of the the greats of the game or the four greats. He beat uh, Kenny Perry by one shot as well. You know, it's, it yes. wasn't you know some good golfers there. And I know he's rather struggled. He bogeyed the last three holes, but I think it was quite a tough finish. It didn't sound like anyone was doing yeah. brilliantly well. That, that finish was a really tough one. So, what do you guys think? Do you guys want to see more John Daly out there? Do you want to see? Him? Isn't it great to see him winning uh, instead of? Or struggling on the fairways, let us know what you, you, you think of him. It unquestionably attracts new interest, as Jane is saying here, and gets the ratings up. I think, crucially, once you lure the people in, that is when you showcase the other values of sport, so he does a very important role in, in that regard as well. So Impressive outfit as well. Always. As ever, yeah. very, you know, it's easy to spot him coming down the fairways. And uh, I like the glasses as well. You like the glasses? Yeah, I don't see John Daly in glasses much. Well, he did actually win the 2014 Beko Classic. Uh, which yeah. was sanctioned by the PJs of Europe. So a lot of people are actually saying this was his first professional win since 2004. It wasn't. I, well, I, I, I said it was his first win on the PJ yeah, Tour. Yeah, yeah. So, I didn't so, say I, you said that. I know, I think you were trying to jump in on me there. Was I? Yeah. He lost a playoff in 2005 as well, VJ Singh. I think. So, um, he actually had a lot of success at that course before as well, because I think... It used to be the Shell Houston Shell Open. Shell Houston yeah. Open was there, and he actually had some really good uh, times there as well. Yeah. Yeah. So talking of the main PJ Tour... I have to check who won the, the name of the winner because I keep on forgetting. If Brian Harmon won the Wells Fargo Championship, yeah. which was played at Eagle Point Golf Course. Fantastic this, golf course. This, uh, a bit like Augusta, time. wasn't it? Very Augusta-esque. Absolutely loved it. Thought it was brilliant. A lot of risk-reward holes, a lot of water, beautifully conditioned, greens were great. Thought it made for a really good tournament. I mean, the winner was probably not the one that most people were after. I think we have to mention DJ again. Yeah. His first start since having to withdraw from the Masters. And again, he nearly won. I mean, he, I think he made the, he's, the just, he's just a machine at the moment, isn't he? Uh, he just every week he's, he's up there. John Rahm again up there as well. Um, Quality player. But with DJ, he I think he had three weeks off before the Masters as well. Mm. 
So he hadn't actually played for something like seven weeks. So to come back and put in such a good performance when he was very, very rusty, he said he didn't even have that much time to practice, shows how good the shape is getting. Nick, you, you, were very, you were adamant a few months ago that he was going to be at the top of the game for a long time. He right. conti- he's continuing to stay up there. Is. Um, His wedge game is so good these days. I just don't see him going anywhere. I actually thought he was quite erratic off the tee, which is quite rare for Johnson from yeah. what I saw. But he's a fine player and he's only going to open that gap up at the top of the world. Now, the thing I'm going to say is that he has won a lot of events. He hasn't won a major this year, obviously, because he missed the Masters. We've got the uh, TPC Championship at Sawgrass this week. Mm-hmm. Fifth major, I know. It's a, bit, you know, it's a big, big event. And then, obviously, the US Open comes quite quickly after that. Um, is he under a bit of pressure to win one of those events? No. One of those big events? No? Um, I think 100%, yeah. If he is as good as Nigel's saying, which he is, um, he needs to back it up with majors. Look at Jason Day last year at world number one. He was heralded, like they were saying, he was as good as Tiger at his best when he was playing his best. And he only has one major to... I think the thing with DJ is that he's been consistently great for about a year now. And that's so hard to do at at the professional level is maintain that consistency. Um, I think he'll win at Quail Hollow, the PGA Championship, and I wouldn't rule out uh, a victory at the US Open either. I think there is one big hurdle at Quail Hollow, and that's Roy McIlroy, because Roy McIlroy plays so well at Quail Hollow. DJ, though, he's from the Carolinas. Yeah, feel comfortable I'm saying there. Rory's done support. so well in the past. So, before we come on to it, I want to know what who do you guys think is going to do well this week? It's Sawgrass, obviously, we've already mentioned. Who do you think is going to take the win this week, let us know now. I know Greg Collins is going to say Hideki Maxwell already, <laughs> but you know, put it out there. Um, could I add a stat about John Ryan? Yes, you can. Please Leading do. up to last week's tournament, he had averaged two hundred and fifty-five thousand dollars a week per event. Uh, he won three hundred sixty thousand this week, uh, and he's almost earned five million dollars in less than a year, and he's now thirteenth in the world. He's a phenomenal player. He's he really is. He does. I think watching him on Sunday, he needs to just develop a little bit more patience. He was getting very frustrated on the golf yeah. course, and we all know it's tricky to score well when you're frustrated. But the contrast I find, it, I just find it tricky to score full stop. He just expects so much from himself, even though he's only been on tour for such a comparatively short amount of time, and that just says a lot about well, it's not compa- It's not comparatively short. It's, it is a short amount yeah. of time. It's his first real year, isn't yeah. it? So and he's still expecting to win every tournament yeah. he's up in. He's, he's how, just a, how many majors will John Rahm win by the end of his career? That's the question. <laughs> well... Quite indeed. Greg Collins, has, Greg Collins has said that he thinks that Hideki Matsuyama is going to win Sawgrass, as predicted by my good self. So, you two, who do you think is going to do well this week? I'm going to go Elliot first. Who do you think is going to do well this week? Um, but you're putting you on the spot on your, I, um, your debut in the podcast. Very boring. I'm going to go DJ and John Rahm. No, firstly, firstly you, you can't, can't pick can't two. Firstly, you can't pick a two. Secondly, right, pick well, just pick one. That's John what Tom Rahm. does. Just pick the favourite the whole time. John Rahm. Yeah. John Rahm. Okay. Well, I didn't think he was going to go for that one. No, the, that's cool. The five would he hit into the last? He had like two, five, six, I think. Needing to eagle it, and he hit the perfect shot. But to me, it landed over. To me, that, that's that's not perfect that's shot. Why is it perfect shot? Well, it was twenty yards too long. Oh yeah, but perfect. It was perfectly online, and oh. that's all you can ask for at the moment. Um, More so. Uh, what are your thoughts on Adam Hadwin? James Stewart, yeah, like a solid underrated player. I think he's in the top six or seven in the FedEx Cup. Is he, got, is he the one with the good beard? 
Yes. Yeah. Solid beard. Can- solid, solid beard. Fair play to the Canadians. They can grow facial hair very well. <laughs> That's true. Well. No, he's playing well. He's, he's always going to be very one of those just a Very guys. impressive long game when I watched. He was featured heavily in the coverage a couple of weeks ago and I actually didn't know too much about him beforehand, but I thought he was very impressive. He's won once this Yeah, and he's season, had a couple of other decent shot, finishes. Did he shoot 59? Yeah. What, yeah in so, uh, the career builder challenge, yeah. possibly? So yeah. he's, he's playing very well. He's never going to be... With my betting tips hat on, he's always going to be one which has very favourable odds. Yeah. Um, because around. of the like top four or five players, always a you know shorten the odds so much. So um, no, well he's a very good player. That's um, an interesting shout out there. We've also got Greg Collis again. What's shock? Uh, Smiley Kaufman or Ricky Fowler? Yeah, I was going to bring on to uh, come on to Ricky Fowler actually because he's who I have written down. Um, so he's he, your tip. Last week was a little bit of an anomaly in the pairs format, but I think he's had six top 16s in his last six starts before that. And obviously won an impressive style in 2015. Game well oh, six oh, the golf course. When he won in 2015, he's one of the best finishes. That was one of the best finishes. He birdied the 17th hole, I think, three times oh, on yes. that final day. Birdied 18, was hitting it long straight, being very aggressive. Yeah. It's a golf course that suits his style. And actually, we should mention that the golf course has changed slightly this year. The cool. 12th is now a drivable par four. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know if you remember, it used to, there used to be the knob in the fairway that made it a blind second shot, yep. but that was rendered redundant with all the technological advancements. So they've made that a drivable par 4, which comes after the 11th, which is a par 5, and then it's a fantastic finish with par 5 eagle of all 16, the 17th, and then the 18th yeah, of the water all down the left. It's one of the best finishes in world golf. So, it's, not, so, so it's, it's one of those ones which has a lot of danger, but is, is that you can actually score quite well as well. So mm. um, on that, we've, had, we've done a new... Uh, post recently about island par threes although technically the par three at Sorgas is not an island it's a peninsula I think we can call it yeah, yeah. Um, there is a little is the, I'm fine is calling it, it an island well yes I know I think we all are um, is it your favourite hole on PJ Tour is it the one that you always go oh I'm actually going to um, I'm going to stay up and watch a bit more of this because of, oh look Tiger's about to play 17th I know he's not going to be playing that this this week um, why is it such a great hole? Well, because regularly that distance, the players hitting, pitching on gap wedge, you would expect them to be within 15 feet, three or four rounds, probably, mm. the good wedge players. And it just shows how much uh, psychology comes into golf, doesn't it? And that interesting to hear Harrington say a few years ago that he'd rather it was sort of seven iron distance or eight iron distance so he could shape shots in there. But it's just a straight Harrington target shootout. Harrington, different to the rest of us, I think. So, uh, especially with that back right pin position, I think that's the best whole pin position combination in golf. Is the back right pin position on Sunday? Okay, yeah. here's the question for you then. What hole do you think is more exciting to watch? Is it 17 at Sawgrass or the 16 at the Phoenix Open with the stage? Oh, 17 at Sawgrass, no doubt. That has a natural amphitheatre as well, so you get yeah. loads of crowds around it too. Uh, the still... 16th is obviously amazing with the stadium, but it's quite a simple path. Yeah, it is. I it's mean, there's flat to straight, isn't it? It's eight um, iron or nine yeah. iron. Yeah. It's not much to it. Um, my favourite hole for as well is the 10th at Riviera. The yeah, drive off. It, 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 would, it would have to be, wouldn't it? It would have to be, because, you know... Was that? You just have to have to be something different. Have to be different. Have to be something different. Yeah. I've got a question for you. How many balls would it take you to hit the 17th green at Sorghum? I reckon with a packed crowd. With a packed crowd, couple. Yeah, I'm quite chance. good under. I'm quite good under pressure, yeah. Elliot. Unlike you. Um, other than that, is there anything else that people wanted to bring up? No, I don't think about so. About the new issue that went to press last week. Yeah, well, that doesn't. The, the, 
redesign issue is, is currently on sale still, still sale. Um, yeah. for another week and um, we've spent a lot of, of time and energy getting that right listening to, to reader feedback as well and we've incorporated a lot of those elements in so it's definitely worth picking up and we just put to bed the next issue as well last week which is going to be another cracker so keep your eyes peeled for both of those Elliot, anything you'd like to say? Um, there's a good piece about Leyland Golf Club in the current issue. Oh, my, yes, Elliot's my, feature um, debut. Fantastic piece, actually. Yeah, I was a member there for eight years, and it's now closed down. I went and played in the final roll-up. Um, and yeah, it's a good story, some really good pictures. Good, um, good plug there. Very good plug. Yeah, yeah, like a plug. seasoned pro. Well, um, Thanks again for watching, as ever. Uh, we'll be back again uh, this time next week. Uh, and we'll see who was right if anyone was right for their picks for the for Sorgos. Uh as ever do ch- uh, check out our Facebook page and our Twitter page and the website other than that see you later see you.